Welcome back to another episode of Becoming Authentic, where my name is Michael and I help you to become in alignment with your authenticity so you can live the most fulfilled life that you can possibly imagine. Now, I haven't come up with any episodes for a couple weeks and I've actually been going through some very interesting spiritual experiences that I actually wanted to share in this episode with you guys. Now, before diving into this episode, I want to point out a concept that when you are when you're going through these kinds of spiritual awakenings like the ones that I've gone through for the past three years of my life, you learn that once you are becoming more like awakened to who you really are, you begin to start seeing certain experiences, how everything has been working for you and not to you. And you begin to see, like, once you really just start letting go of what no longer serves you, it's almost like it's clearing up, like, extra data and creating more brain power. It's almost equivalent to if you have a lot of, like, tabs open in your browser, where if you have, like, 15, like, open tabs where fill with whatever you put on and whatever you research, you notice that your computer starts to slow down. And when you start to get rid of some of those tabs that you are not currently using and then cutting them down, you'll notice your computer runs a lot faster and much more efficiently. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this when you cut the tabs out so that way it's not taking up all the CPU that's going on in your computer. So when you start letting go of things, it starts to free up the amount of processing power you currently have as a human to actually be able to start manifesting more and more into your life. So when you are in this process of holding on to multiple tabs, you actually are just preventing yourself from getting more done in less time than if you were to just keep only one, maybe two tabs open to do your work on your computer versus having 15 tabs open. So this is what attachment really is, is attachment to certain meaning and certain experiences that you have in your life. They're all things that just actually realistically just slow down your processing power just as a spiritual awakened consciousness that we all are. Now, as for the past like few weeks, I've actually been realizing this in my own self is learning that I am holding like a lot of attachments because of the experiences I've had that caused me to become an inauthentic version of myself where I was holding on to attachments and holding on to meaning from past experiences instead of understanding the, the real truth behind what I was actually holding on to and versus in seeing that I was really just all I was doing was just holding back my own power with keeping multiple tabs open and not actually doing anything with them and they're just not serve they just weren't serving my life I've started noticing this pattern within myself after releasing my last episode emotions the gift of life and I really started realizing that these new emotions started coming up due to like certain practices that I do now. I'll share a little bit of this in a minute. One of the things I noticed with myself is that I noticed that I was just constantly like 
almost talking down to myself unconsciously until I became conscious of it. And then I was able to start making the changes necessary to start getting back into the space of self-love and self-acceptance and understanding and accepting who I am, what I am right now. But with this negative talk that I had to myself, all it was really just doing was just like trying to reestablish the old identity of who I was because of the how much I've grown on my own personal spiritual journey is it te that I still had that attachment to that old identity that's still trying to keep it so that way I would stay in there because that's what the ego will do is it'll do everything it can to keep you safe. Even if it has to hold on to what is familiar, it's why a lot of people, even some people I know of, that will continue to be in abusive relationships because it's familiar. It's not necessarily what's recommended or what they want, but it's what's familiar. And their ego keeps attracting similar circumstances that continue to attract the same situations because it's familiar. It's not, it's when it's in the unknown is when the ego gets, starts to get scared in that aspect. And I've noticed this with my personal life that I was just unconsciously holding these old identities of being in self-hate and being in like self-criticism and, and then doing the old habits that I used to do as a teenager growing up and all the way till now. And I've had to really learn to really observe them from another point of view and learning to disown that that was not me it just was not me I had to learn to observe it and see what it was for what it really is and just learn to let it fall away on its own so I've had to see this over the past three weeks and this was a very powerful experience where I did a lot of experiences like like what I talked about in my first episode, where I talked about taking cold showers for 30 weeks. Now, if you've been doing this, you probably will have noticed that you've started developing a lot more of a lively feel, and you start feeling more alive, especially after the shower, because it's an experience that helps to like clear your mind, take the fog away building up your willpower, building up your like emotional resilience, building up the building up your like willpower and you probably even if you're someone who suffers with depression, you probably have seen that start to easily just fa start falling away. Now with the cold weather coming in, I've actually been upping my ante on the cold exposure on my end where I've actually been going out in pure shorts when it's like 30, 40 degrees outside and taking a shower outside with the garden hose with the pure well water that I have access to at this time and actually taking a physical cold shower right under the, the garden hose water where this water is probably anywhere from 40, 45 degrees, maybe even like as low as maybe even 35 degrees. And doing this has been like a total game changer for me. Where the colder the water is when you do these cold showers, the better. The more alive and the more rejuvenated you become. And it's almost like you get a high of 
high of life, in a sense, where it's like a kind of high that makes you like more excited to actually live. And it's like, it's just starts to, you really see the supercharged benefits of cold exposure and cold therapy and cold showers. So that has definitely helped in terms of practicing non-attachment because in order to survive what cold that's that cold, you have to learn to let go of what is actually not serving with you. It's the, it's the key to actually being able to survive in these cold states. And now the next one was, is because of the no fapping rule. Is I provided a challenge a couple episodes back where I told you to go at least 15 days with no fap. And with this one is a little bit of a, kind of a gray area for me because I never gone more than that with my own personal life. Now I'm going to cover this into a deeper, into another episode, but just know that when you go that long period of no masturbating, you're going to find that more emotions are going to start coming up. And the longer you go, the more emotions that are going to come up. And your biggest objective when this does happen is to learn to disidentify with them, learn to see them as separate from you. The easiest way to describe the art of non-attachment is to learn to just see those emotions as separate from you and learn to almost like see it from a bird's eye view and let it express itself. Let it be there. Don't try to change them. Don't try to like make them go away. Just let them be there. That is like the very simple way to describe non-attachment. So when you go that longer period of no fapping, 15 days is what I would recommend. I have never gone longer than 16. So if you're going longer than that, then great for you. Let me know and I'd love to hear about that. So another thing that I've also done, a third thing, is I've done like intermittent fasting, but doing it in unique ways, like almost like an alternate day fasting, except I'm just doing it one day a week, where I go one full day a week, doesn't matter what day you pick, that you go without eating anything the entire day. The only things that you can have all day is water, tea, black coffee with stevia if you choose to have a sweetener with it and that's really about it there's some other things that you can have but to me I recommend just sticking with those three drinks is the best way to get the most out of it and right around that afternoon when the hunger starts to really kick in to me that seems to be an experience that I've been taking advantage of by doing meditations and being able to Learn to disidentify with your hunger. Now, I wouldn't recommend you do this unless you consult with your doctor first. Is But what I see is the experience that you have is you learn to like detach from your hunger and learn to see it as separate from you. And you're able to learn to be present with it. And it increases like your focus and increases your concentration. That when you do things like meditation and hypnosis, you actually start to go almost deeper in a way where you're able to go much more deeper into unconscious parts in your own shadows. That way you're able to actually see what you've actually been unaware of for a very long time. Depend 
could depend on how long you've held it and it could even go as far as past life experiences like I've experienced recently. But learning to like disidentify with what is not actually you, you actually learn to uncover more of who you actually are. You begin to open up your energy field and you actually start seeing more possibilities come to you. You start to see a kind of magic that you would have never gotten before. It would, it's literally like you just unlock something that's always been within you. And this is very, very powerful. If I had to teach one thing about non-attachment and disidentification, it's this. It's to learn to develop the sense of identity and self-image of you are an eternal spiritual being living a temporary human experience that all your thoughts are not you, your emotions are not you, and you are not your body. Your body is just simply an avatar in this reality that keep, that is where your spirit lives in. But you are not your body, you are not your emotions, you are just in this body because it's what you use to control in this 3D time-space reality. As you continue to do this practice, of non-attachment and disidentification when you start to disidentify with it you're able to finally let it go you're able to close the tabs out and you're able to actually find that you start becoming more of your true authentic self and you start finding that things just start becoming easier for you and it becomes easier because you have more processing power like the computer analogy in the beginning of this episode you start to find that things become easy like it's supposed to because manifestation is supposed to be easy is it becomes easier it becomes effortless and you find that you start experiencing things you would have never experienced before then it starts opening your whole world to an experience that you never thought actually existed now, if you're with me and joining me in this high level of spiritual practice, I'll give you some challenges and things that you can do that have helped me to learn to strip the layers of attachment from my own personality and even making me more authentic and also help you become more authentic, which this is what this podcast is all about. So the first one is continue taking cold showers and if you're in a place that has cold weather up the ante on the cold exposure like go outside in your shorts don't go too long you don't want to get hypothermia but go out for even just like in your shorts if it's like really cold go out for like four or five minutes you even and if that's a little too much go to like two or three minutes just up the ante in your cold exposure no matter where it is. Even if you have to turn your degrees down, like make the house just a little more cooler than normal, then even that can even get you enough cold exposure to get you the benefits. It's just learn to get that cold exposure just somewhere. That's one challenge. And the second one is, is to continue monitoring your fat frequencies. The amount of time you're masturbating is if you're masturbating a lot more than 
three times per week consistently, start taking a good look at your attachment to that topic. I'll come out with another episode in the future that's going to go more in depth with this topic. But for now, just start becoming aware of your habits in this area of your life. If you feel like it's going too far and you feel that you cannot live without it, then just become aware of that and just learn to let go of that identity that you are not this person who is addicted to porn and masturbation. And finally is is to learn to develop the habit of intermittent fasting, which the basics is you eat during an eight hour window and only and fast during a 16 hour window. So 16, eight. So 16 hours of no eating and eight hours of, of your eating time and going one full day a week of no eating period that you can drink you can drink your water you can drink your tea and there's no sugar or cream in the in the tea and also coffee same thing no cream no sugar or anything that could easily break your fast you can do stevia that's okay but that's all you can have for that full entire day and i recommend if you really want to take this to another level is when it starts to become in the afternoon, that's usually when I feel the most hunger, pain start to kick in. Think of that as your opportunity to do some sort of guided hypnosis or meditation to actually go deep into your own mind and actually learn what your own attachments are. This is a very high level, and I know I'm asking kind of a lot of this one, but it's like, trust me on this one, is if you... We continue to do these you will get deep into what's been going on inside you and you will develop a kind of awareness that you will not get anywhere else just remember that attachment is really what's covering your authentic essence of who you are when you can learn to keep disidentifying and detaching from the things that you have created attachments for over the course of your life and learn to let those go and strip the onion layers, closing the tabs to your computer again. When you close that out, it will eventually, it will start to show who you really are as a person, where you will have a lot more processing power to actually manifest the things that you have desired for a very long time. It is a state of mind that you have to experience for yourself. I want to thank you for listening in to another episode of Becoming Authentic. And I want to just leave off with this. is Always be brave enough to express your unique essence to the world because you are special in who you are. And I want to thank you for listening in again. This is your host, Michael Hamilton, and I will see you on the next one.